You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. Just to start off, I want to give our listeners a trigger warning. Um, the start of this podcast, we are going to be discussing the sexual inappropriateness and predatory behavior that occurred in the most recent episodes of Low Deck Down Under. If this is an issue that may affect you or may trigger you, um, obviously feel free to tune out now. I will post in the show notes the time at which on the recording we do stop talking about this subject and feel free to tune in after that. So with that in mind, how are we ladies? Grant, Grant had to do a bit of retail therapy today after um, watching the Below Deck episodes. I'm okay. I'm ready to get into it, I think. I think this is a weird one for me. It's 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 definitely a weird one for me. Okay. Well, the ladies will obviously have a point of view. Maybe I'll, I'll come straight in with my male perspective and then we can see what the ladies think. I found... Um, what Luke did very difficult to watch. I didn't pay too much attention to the build up, you know, the what he said and what he may or may not have said in the car, um, him getting on the bow. All I could see was he was pretty drunk. When Asia pointed out that to Margot that she felt, you know, listen, you need just need to go to bed. She had obviously got a sense of something. This was not something that I could that I noticed or got a sense of. However, she's there. So that's whatever. Um when he went back into the room, when I saw him heading for the room, I got very I had this really sickening feeling. Um I did find it quite disturbing to see that on camera. Um, I would hate to think any female friend of mine or my sister or any female relative would be in that position and somebody would try to do that or attempt to do that. It's, yeah, even as a man, I found it extremely disconcerting. I was fairly appalled, to be honest. Mm. Like... I think when you said you didn't get a sense of it when he was in the car, for me, I got a sense of that in week one off of him. There was a vibe. There was red flags popping out of him everywhere. And did I imagine it would go to where it went? No, because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, he's on a TV show. He's got fucking cameras pointing in his face, like, you know, in that kind of way. He's a walking, talking red flag. But was I thinking it would go there? No, no, not on the TV show. Not when there was a camera in his face. Like, But he just did not give a fuck. I mean, the whole episode was very difficult to watch. Very, very difficult to watch. And I think there are so many women out there who have been through it. It's happened to them. Do you know what I mean? And it is. And it. Like it, it does happen. It happens 
more than anyone would know because there are so many women that don't say say anything. They don't talk about it. They because they don't want to, because they're scared, or because in their head they feel like it's their fault. Which it's not. It's as Zarina said, a woman should be able to go out and get absolutely fucking shit faced. She should be able to climb into her own bed and be safe. Absolutely. And she wasn't. She 100%. fucking wasn't. So, I mean, look, kudos to production. Like, let's get them out of the way first. Like, kudos to them for doing that and keeping her safe. Aisha is an absolute angel. And I felt sorry for her because she's seen it because she's been there. It triggered her. She could see what was going to happen before anybody else. And she dealt with it the best way imaginable. Like, even she didn't stop. You know, when it was all kind of settled down and everyone was in bed. She was still up and she just went and knocked on Jason's door. And then he dealt with it perfectly. He got him off that boat and made the rest of the crew safe, regardless of whether or not, you know, like he was asleep. Nothing else is going to happen after that. But that wasn't okay with Jason. He was still like, no. And he got him off the boat. And he saved Margot an awful lot of, I suppose, emotional trauma the next morning. Had he been there, had she have got up and had to face him and things like that, nah, she shouldn't have had to go through that. And she didn't, thank God. So, yeah, look, I don't know. It was a, a very powerful episode. And... I suppose a devastating one as well. Maeve? Yeah, I just thought he was very calculated in how he did it and to see how drunk he was, how he could make that switch to, okay, well, I'm going to get Laura out of the room so then I know I can go in. And then it was just watching it, I couldn't believe it because I suppose I've been lucky. I've never been in a situation like that. So to see somebody else, especially on a recorded camera, was just awful. Yeah, like it's, this is a very, it is obviously a very upsetting um, subject matter. And like my, like for the listener, my, my two co-hosts here are, visibly upset by it um look this is a very tough one um i thought like from my mind i think production asia jason all handled the situation as well as it could have been i don't, I don't think they could have handled it any better and and, and just think- to say like bravo as well i mean that could have been edited out that whole thing could have been we're, no, we're not going to put that out there. You know, that could have happened. So fair play to Bravo for actually saying, Do you know what, we're going to air this. We're going to, you know, put this out there and ho- hopefully send a message and help other people as well. So kudos yeah. to them for that. They, they, to be fair, they could have. They could have actually cut that all out, released a statement, had... Captain Jason step in, uh, you know, in the confession box and say, look, there was an incident. It was inappropriate behavior. We had to let him go. And the fact that they actually showed it and showed that this situation, which some people may not feel 
was inappropriate. Like, I mean, let's be clear. Not everyone thinks this was inappropriate. And that's a concern. So to show people that this is inappropriate. This, you, you, if you didn't do anything, if you had no thoughts going any further than what happened and what we saw, that is so wrong. Like, to listen to Margot say that, oh, I knew he was there, I knew he was naked, and I, all I could think of, well, like, if I fall asleep and wake up the next morning, am I just supposed to be okay with this? Yeah. Like, that's that's awful. And there are so many women that actually have to do that. They have to wake up the next day and bury it and get on with it. Yeah, well, thankfully that didn't, but it was quite obvious. She was very, very shook by the whole thing, as you would expect. Um, But yeah, it was like tough. And then just like she had to go back to work the next day. Like, I know. is, which is tough too. Like, no time off. Like, you know, you, this has happened, but we still have a boat to run. Yeah. That's, that's pretty tough. Um, I think we should move on to the other half of this story because there is a second part of this, and that's Laura. Um, and Laura's part of the story comes in two parts too. So let's deal with, let's deal with first things first. Let's deal with Laura's own inappropriateness and her harassing, sexual harassment of Adam. Like, let's call a spade a spade. He did not um, want her advances. He made it very clear early on in the night and she persisted. If we had have seen Adam doing that to Laura all night, um, he, his head would be they, people would be calling for his head on a spike this morning well no friends what I will say is there are people on social media calling for Laura's head on a spike you know I, w- I will say that they are like social media's on fire with her but I just think the way he was trying to be so nice about it he just like we said this about him last week. He seems to be there. He's there for a reason. He wants the money. He wants to take care of his man. He doesn't want trouble. He doesn't want girlfriends. He doesn't want drama. He just wants to get there, do the job, and go home. <laughs> do you know that kind of way? So she's like constantly at him and at him and at him. And I think I don't care if that was me. You know, it would have happened once or twice, and I would have been kind trying to be nice about it, and then I would just lost my shit. So kudos to him for not losing his shit. Because if he lost his shit, because he's a man, he would have been the baddie. Do you get me? Absolutely. If no he matter lost what... his shit with whore, he would have been the baddie. So the fact that he didn't was amazing. Fair play to him. And the fact that Jason handled that the way he did was fantastic. And it was nice to watch because, you know, there are some people who would treat the situation differently because he was a man and she was a female, you know, where if the other way around, they'd fired him, no problem. But I've seen in the past where it's like, oh, well, they'll give her a bit more grace because she's a woman doing it. So and, I don't And fair play to Asia for going to him and yeah. saying, I, in the midst of all this, I'm not forgetting. I saw what happened to you. I've got your back here. 
<laughs> and that's not okay either. And I thought that was that was really, really good from her perspective. She's, I think it's safe to say that Aisha is just one of the most amazing human beings on the planet. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty special. Like, like she does have a management role and she's fulfilling that role on the show amazingly well. But her human side, the human side of her is yeah. really very evident. And she has everybody's best, you know, everybody's um, welfare at heart. She wants the she best for everyone. She really she does care. care. She does care. I like to see her and Zarina supporting then Margot as well. Was that was beautiful? I actually like teared up watching that. So I love Asia. And the fact and Asia, I think Asia had more of a sense of what Laura's reaction to the story would be, um, which is why she didn't allow Laura to stay there when Asia was explaining what happened to Margot. Now, what I didn't like either was Laura went around to everyone asking them what happened. And then, like, they would tell her a scenario. And then she'd go to someone else, oh, well, I don't know what happened. What happened? She was looking for somebody that would have the reaction she wanted them to have. She was going around from person to person, like, gauging their reactions, waiting to find someone who would feel sorry for him though, so that she could have that talk with them. And when she didn't find it, she went and had to talk anyway. With the one person she shouldn't have fucking had it with. Like, yeah. I started off the day really angry with her. Like, I was really fucking annoyed with her. And then in the end, I kind of felt a little bit sorry for her because I'm like, she genuinely feels that that is normal behaviour. She she wasn't like making that shit up. She felt sorry for him because in her head, that's normal behavior. And what kind of life are you living if you think that shit's normal? Well, it's a self-respect thing. And I think if you get to your 30s and you haven't learned how to respect yourself, you know, that's that's to me is just as fucked up as everything else. Like, I mean. You should have some self-respect at that age. No. Maeve. I just... She's mad. Go on, Mav. Sorry. It was even how when Jason sat her down, he was explaining this all to her and that she was fired. And she's like, but I respected what you said. He's like, you didn't. And she's like, no, but I did. So I think in her mind, what she said was right, which we've all said. But I just think she just lives in cuckoo land. Yeah, she genuinely doesn't get it. She's incapable of taking a step back and hearing what anyone else is saying in the room and listening and taking it on board and, you know, changing her mind. Forget that. That's just too much for her. She's just fucking incapable of reading the room. You know what I mean? If that's her opinion, at least just read the room and shut the fuck up. It's not wanted in that room, so you're not going to give it. Like, she's not even capable of doing that. Like, let's be clear. We posted something about this, about what happened on social media today, on our Instagram page. And she was the first one to jump on 
in the comments and say um, you're trying to, you know, gain interest from this drama, poor form. Mm. So having watched the show back or had the opportunity to watch the show back, <clears throat> she hadn't changed her mind. And this is, and I'm going to assume going on what um, Luke posted that this is like almost 18 months since it recorded there and thereabouts because he said something about one and a half years. So I'm going to take that as the timeline. Um, 18 months on, she doesn't think any differently than she did at the time. No, so she said it in her own uh, social media post. Her excuse was that she was 29 filming the show and she's now 31. I'm sorry, 29 is an age where you should be grown up, a grown ass woman and know the difference between right and wrong. You know, I don't, that's not an excuse. It's not. No. But that was her excuse that she put out on social media and she turned off the comments, you know, because she's not fucking stupid. She knows she's going to get annihilated. And he put up a stupid post a couple of days ago about not being real and all that and not caring what other people think. Oh, yeah, that it's all, some things are perspective. Everything is perspective and some of it's fact and some of it's not. It's a lot of bullshit, and he hasn't. And he's saying about you know always looking forward. You know he hasn't owned his shit either on this. No, and then he's radio silent today. You know he had the opportunity to come out today and, you know, apologize or you know at least show some form of accountability, but he hasn't. So I don't know. I just think they were two horrible people, and Jason did right. In taking out the trash. Yeah. Look. Maeve? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, he did the right thing. Yeah. Like, it was no secret. We knew these two were gone. We, we, we've we said this. We we spoiled we spoiled it for some people and we got into trouble no, during the week not, over that. Apologies. No, any more spoilers now. Yeah, we'll, be, be, we'll have spoiler tags on from now on. Like, we knew these two were gone. I thought Laura was gone because she was talking back to Aisha and Aisha just got sick of her shit. I thought Luke was going to get the bullet because he was fucking brutal. And then we have this drama. Like, yeah. We, we got a big one. We got, we have the big one coming. We, we teased, we, we teased last week that we had one on the way. Um, we're recording on Monday and all going well. I endeavor to release that interview on Tuesday. So, Stay tuned for our next guest on the podcast. Yeah, we're not going to tell them who it is, but we are going to say that this particular guest, um, I don't know. Ah, You can't say that without giving it away. You can't (laughs) say that much without giving it away. So we're just not going to say that. We may drop a few clues over the weekend. So follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on TikTok and Keep your eyes peeled. We'll uh, we'll drop a few tidbits. So now that we've put that situation to bed, because I would like, you know, listeners that may have had to tune out for that portion, the opportunity to hear our dulcet tones for at least some of the show. Um, what else happened this week? Like, there was more than that. I'd uh, like to talk about, oh, sorry, Kwame. Sorry, the um, CEO got bumped up to Boson as well. 
Oh my and that's God. what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Culver, right? I mean, we saw him get bumped up to Boston for, you know, half an hour or whatever. But, like, he did not shine. No. He really didn't shine. No. The only thing that shone was the kid's teeth. Let's be clear about it. Those <laughs> fucking turkey teeth were shining. And that was it. There was nothing else going on. <laughs> what the fuck? I Like, it's such high hopes. I love Culver. I love him. But I'm like, I don't know. Does he just not take the whole yachting as serious Hang on. Hang as on. we've seen others in the past? I think Culver is an absolute fucking genius. And if Culver was Irish, he'd be a civil servant. Let's be clear. <laughs> because Culver has mastered the art of deception. Mm. So Culver gets on the boat and he's all up. You know, he's the CEO and he's there for entertaining the guests and all the crew think, yeah, well, it's all about the tip and Culver's all about the guests and this, that and the other, which is great. So they focus on that. But what they miss is all the time Culver sits downstairs, hangs out in the galley, stands around eating, taking breaks, <laughs> you know, like it got into yeah. trouble over this last year because... Jamie, the bosun, was a bit more fucking eagle-eyed. And something tells me him and Zhao are not going to get on because Zhao is definitely the toughest bosun I've ever seen on Below Deck. Like, he's good at his job, but yes. he's, a, he's yes. a hard ass. I'm he is a hard ass. I'm see if Zhao comes back and, you know, reminds us why we don't really like him on, his, on the screen. <laughs> I like Zhao. Well, he's given up the drink, so I don't think we'll see Jezebub. Yeah. Has he, though? Has he? According to his Instagram. Well. When did he give it up? <laughs> I tell you what, he hasn't given up, and that's wiping other crew members' eyes, because he he wipes Harry's eye with Margot, as we saw from the trailer. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I like that. And, like, him and Aisha parted on bad terms the last time they walked together, so... I don't know. Joelle just rubs people up the wrong way. Yeah. But he was quite horrible to her in that season of Med. Yeah. Yeah. But he also had a very bad season with Hannah as well. And then came back the following season and they worked quite well together. And Watch this face. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Joe's drinking has always been a massive part of the problem, though. And a lot of the problems even on the ship have stemmed from stuff that happens off ship. When they're mm. on, yeah. you know, when they're in downtime. So well, speaking of drinking, right? So we saw a couple of snippets of Laura, you know, drinking on the job, and we wondered last week where this was going to be. I honestly thought this is why she was going to get sacked, and now she's gone. But we had a little uh, view of Margot drinking when she's supposed to be on duty. Now, granted, there was no guest there, but. She was still meant to be cleaning up that bone. Yeah. And we see this going further in later episodes where Margo is drinking on the job. Aisha's going to call her out for it. Um, yeah. One wonders does Margo last the season. Now, we have this is not a spoiler. We have no knowledge of this either way. But I don't know. I would be surprised if Margo yeah. survives to the end. If she's been caught drinking. Yeah, look, it's just a no-no, isn't it? Now, I'm sure it goes on all the time and things like that, but 
I don't know. Not just... when there's guests on board, though. Not when you're, and not when you're actually on duty. We we know there's been examples in the past where crew have been drinking when they've been off duty. They finished their shift and in the room. And I'm thinking specifically about the second season of Med, and um, when you had Bobby and one of the other crew deckhands, they were doing a lot of drinking, and Sandy pulled them up on it. Um that it wasn't okay for them to be drinking all the time when they were off duty. She said, look, if you're having one beer, that's fine. That's okay. You're off. You're not working, but you're on a boat and you may be called to work. So you've got to be, you've got to be good to go, especially deck crew, because who knows when, you know, they need to up sticks and move. Um, Yeah. Maybe not so much for a stew, but now she's drinking on duty. That's not good. Well, the only thing for me, if you're drinking on duty, is if it was me, I would just not go back to work. I would just be drinking. That's a bit fucking Damn. hard to do on a yacht, mate. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. You know, like when you walk like in an office, we'll say, and you go for a liquid lunch and all that. I could never have those liquid lunches because I wouldn't have gone back for the afternoon. I would just say, fuck it. Listen, I spent 13 years working in a job where drinking at lunchtime was half acceptable across the board among hundreds of staff members and i never partook once in 13 years for the simple reason i wouldn't go back when lunch was over yeah i'd be the same so i don't know how they do i'd be like that as well maybe like fuck up and who would apply yourself give another drink there (laughs) well i do I, i i do i do have a little bit of an issue with margot what is it? I do have an issue with her. Oh, is it the playing the Harry? Yeah, I, I think she's playing for Harry. 100%. She's, all, she's very happy to be, you know, oh, let's have our little coffee morning and chatting to him. And he's getting her through the day, you know, fun vibes and stuff like that. And then nighttime, she's moving elsewhere. Yeah, she needs to just friend zone him, you know, have that conversation. You could have a beautiful friendship. You could be best friends with this person. Yeah. You know, so, but just tell him that. Yeah, be upfront. Yeah, he's a gentleman. He'll accept it. Like. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be led on. And we see it happening again because she's obviously gets with Harry. We've seen a clip. So she kisses him again. And then we also see her kissing Zhao. Now, look, we're seeing snippets. There's obviously, there's going to be a lot of water under a lot of boats in between however it still does speak to what's happening yeah i'm eager to say here i i kind of i look forward to this with the blow decks now that we're all with each other and all you know they it's just look let's face it it's no fun when fraser and uh hayley and all are just you know they're perfect at their job and there's no fucking drama like that's no good you need the boatmancers and the drama, don't you? Absolutely. Listen, you need people to be hopping out of each other's beds and stuff like that. That's what makes Below Deck go around because that's the real world of yacht and this is what people do. So, And as much as like Harry is a gentleman and all that, I do get like, I don't know, does part like, no. He is like, it's like, yeah, no. I get where Margot's coming from. No. Yeah, he's just too nice. <laughs> No. Yeah. Too nice. Too lanky. No. Yeah, well, look, 
Do you know what I mean? If she doesn't fancy him, she doesn't fancy him. That's fair enough. Just tell the chap. Just tell him. Poor man was misery, you know? I know, but he seems like the type that cry. But if he cries, he <laughs> cries. Get over it. Like, who cares? Seems like the type that I cry. Well, look, man, if we all know you wouldn't fucking cry anyway. <laughs> fucking ice cream. It seems like the type that I cry. You fucking jokes, maybe. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah. No. But um, I, ha- I do have to say, I have a small bit, a small smidgen warmed up to Adam a little bit this week. Um, I saw him smiling and, you know, I saw a little bit of personality about this week, which I hadn't seen. When did you see that? (laughs) (laughs) I can't quite put my finger on it. I just can't quite put my finger on it. I just don't know how I feel about him yet. You know, I don't know if we've seen the real Adam. I don't yeah, know. I don't, if he's I don't. been a little bit reserved and a little bit, you know, yeah. have we seen the real Adam? Probably not. Probably not. Chris, you've seen him in three shades of green, though. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, seriously, <laughs> I did. I, I did feel a bit sorry for him with the whole seasickness thing. And I thought to myself, maybe being on commercial ships, they're a little bit bigger. They're a little less affected by the weather. So maybe he doesn't suffer as badly. Um, well, Jason's this... locked onto it now, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> but how could you not? He was standing on the bridge and he was, you know, he was completely contrast to his uniform. Like, blue and green should never be seen, kids. <laughs> and you were standing there with the pew face emoji all over your boat race. Like, seriously. Yeah, of course the captain's going to... I'm looking forward to seeing where we end up in a few weeks with them because like that I mean look we're this is episode six and seven and normally we like get into it and we get to know them and all that but this shit is just like boom 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 drama 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 and you're like I haven't had a chance to just you know get to know these people and figure out whether or not I like them. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah well it's all... I've definitely sorry Pierce Cut Costa but I will and um, I've definitely made up my mind on Chef Serena I like her. I love her. I would not cross her because she'd fucking kill you. Uh, but she's definitely one. And obviously, of course, we love E. Oh, shit. Aisha. 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 Uh, Aisha. You saw uh, two weeks ago over getting her name wrong. Uh, and there you are. I can't get the A's or the E's out of your milk, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same as you. I think Zarina is absolutely a girl's girl. And... Yeah, probably wouldn't cross her. She probably boxed her head off me. But yeah, no, I really, really like her. And I just hope that she kind of believes in herself a little bit more when it comes to being in the kitchen. Because I think that's all that's wrong, is that she just lacks a little bit of confidence in herself and in her abilities. Because when she does have it, she smashes it. Like I think part of the problem was when she stepped on the boat, she was starting on the back foot. She hadn't got her knives. The kitchen wasn't up. The galley wasn't up to scratch. So she was kind of feeling on the back foot from the start. So it's probably going to take her longer to ease into it because she didn't just settle straight away. So that's probably part of the issue. Now, serving up fucking tomahawk steaks to people that don't eat red meat, that's going to set you back a little bit. However, she had lobster and the whole lot there this week. That seems fine. And I don't know. 
I watch that show. There's no way them fuckers don't eat red meat. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? Do you ever see anyone that could grow an ass that big eating chicken? Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm not fat shaming anyone here, but Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, next she's got next that girl will be telling me she doesn't eat sugar. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so we love Serena. Yeah. And like even the new girls fu- coming. That seems to, you know, step on Serena's toes. Well, she seems to, yeah. Like, I mean, let's 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 not go too in depth because there's a lot that there's a lot coming, but she definitely seems to step on on uh Serena's toes and Culver doesn't seem to be having any objections. Those they don't need a light in that chair because Culver just smiles and he, he lights up the whole room. <laughs> Culver did this before. I mean, this this is not Culver's first fucking rodeo. The last time he was with Bertini and like went off with the trad, I guess then. Yeah. You know, so he clearly hasn't learned any fucking lessons. The kid's got form. The kid has form. Like he was, he was heading off in a camper van to have sex all over uh, Australia or wherever the hell they were going in their camper van. And next minute, he was tugging on a charter guest with his fucking big silver helmet. So you know, let's let's be clear. The kid definitely has. The kid definitely has form for this shit. Um, anyway, anyway. Lots to come in Below Deck Down Under for the rest of the season. Um, we definitely haven't seen the end of the drama, it would seem. No. Bring so, it on. Let's move on to Ronnie. Uh, this oh. episode had me in my feels. Like they need to, all these brown trees need to decide like when they're gonna show all these hearty stuff and do it at different times because I've never felt so much in the last week. We on nights again, maybe we extra tired, and that's why it was affecting it because it's not like you to be affected. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I was three nights in a row, so maybe. Yeah, she did three nights in a row, and it was my birthday, so. Yeah. And it was our birthday. I was twenty six, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're only an old spring chick, pal. You're only an old spring chick. Yeah. Geez. I was forty one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, listen, I tell you, I watched Roni right, and you know we're a few episodes in now. We're getting to know them bit by bit. Kind of still have the same opinion. Fucking love Uba. Like, she is just my favourite. Love Bryn. Like, love her. And even more so this week because we heard her backstory. And we saw a different side to her, you know, where she's not all, like, fun and loud. There is a soft, sensitive side to her. Loved it. Uh, Erin, yeah, I'm still borderline with her. I do like her. But I can't help but wonder, will she become a villain as the seasons go on? I um, think she'll be a villain from a diff- from certain perspectives. I think yeah. she's gonna be a little she's gonna be a bit of marmite. You'll either love her or yeah. hate her. I don't think she's gonna be everybody's yeah. villain, but she may be a villain to some. Yeah. Um Jessa. Yeah, I like her. Like I still like her. I still see Here, here, come here. Jessa. Amazing. I was a hundred. I was a hundred percent right last week. What I said about war. See our farm and the twins out the door. Bye. hundred percent right. <laughs> I meant Jenna. Jenna Lyons. I like what Jessel. Let's talk about Jessel. Oh my God, you were right. But she is one fucking moany ass spoiled brat. Now I do have to say, I actually when I saw the clip of whore fella. 
who in the next couple of weeks talks about heading off into the wide blue yonder to find himself. I was like, this this thing's an asshole. He's leaving her with kids to go. Man, I wouldn't be going off to find myself. I'd be just going off because she <laughs> would depress the fucking life out of me. I had I had more fun with fucking Chrissy than I fucking that going to happen. <laughs> Shout out to Chrissy. <laughs> like seriously. Poor bastard, man, listen to her 20 You know what, we're going to put a Q&A out on Instagram someday and somebody's going to write in and ask who's Chrissy. <laughs> and you're answering that. Hey, listen, we all, know. We, know, we all know who Chrissy is. Chrissy knows who she is too. That's the most important thing. Oh, anyway, yeah, she's hard work. This Jessel one is hard fucking work. And it's not like she's just hard work to her husband she seems to be hard work for anybody who comes into her life whether that's her family her husband her friends the poor kids teachers are gonna have to deal with so fucking much like she's one of those people that walks into a room and just sucks the soul out of it she sucks the life out of it you can feel you can feel your life force draining when you're actually listening to her Oh man, she's like when she was oh. on the couch talking to the husband. I was like, this one had sucked the fucking life out of you. She drains yeah. you. Oh, she triggered yeah. me now. I have to say, I couldn't be dealing with her. She'd be told after the second moan, listen, out the fucking door, bitch. I, I ain't new. I ain't listening to you. Like they were friends beforehand. He still married her. He's a fucking idiot. Like what kind of a gobshite? Like, what did what did he think she was gonna stop whinging after they got married? It was only gonna get worse, kid. And he's he's basically telling her she's a bitch. Like, <laughs> do you reckon she moans during? Do you reckon she complains during sex? And that's why they haven't had it in two years. I oh, would hope not. Oh, Jesus, no. She'd be one. She'd be the sort. Now, bit to the left, bit to the right. No, that's not hitting it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my god, okay, mm. moving on. Sigh, <laughs> I still listen. I, if I'm wrong about her, I'm wrong about her, but I still can't help but think that that cunt has a very, very nasty side to her, and we will see it eventually. She just keeps getting meaner each episode, even it's just little things, but she's just like, do you know what I don't get? Like, she's at home, and then she's invited to a friend's home where. This friend is like cooking for you and bending over backwards for you. And she doesn't appreciate it. Look, maybe it's just me. I'm here in the fucking Cinderella Tower cooking and cleaning after my kids all day. When somebody hands me a dinner, it's the best thing ever. Like, it's just amazing when someone else cooks for you and makes you a meal. Love it. Why is she so ungrateful? My mother always used to say, the nicest food you'll ever eat is the bit that's handed to you. That was my mother's model. Doesn't matter what you handed her, but it was handed to you. And that's always nicer than having to cook it for yourself. And look, even if you go to somebody's home. Unless you underdone the carrots, maybe. Yeah, unless you underdone the carrots. And fucking poor woman's last Christmas on the planet and she'd eat fucking hard carrots. Fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) God. God But even if, like, somebody hands you a meal and you're not really into it, you don't really like it. I mean, be polite. You don't fucking tell them. You be yeah, polite listen. about it and eat it. And just, like, I just say, did anyone notice Sia's fella's tracksuit? No. And what was written on the back? No. Fucking welcome. 
Because that thing is a doormat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What a doormat. Seriously. Dude, throw a pair of balls. I'm pouring wine. He wasn't even allowed to go to Friendsgiving. Oh my God. What a sap. Seriously. No, no. I, I uh, After 30 seconds of watching him on screen, I was like, get him off. Because he's actually, he's annoying me now already. Because he's it so always, fucking... It always kind of takes like a couple of seasons for the house husbands to, you know, have more screen time, if you like. So it'll be another season or two before you start really getting to know the husbands. like. But like, I found it very strange that like Sai had so much in common with Bryn because they came from nothing. But they're so different now. That they have something like Bryn is appreciative. She appreciates what she has. Sai, not so much like. Listen, how many times have we said this, especially around Below Deck and the Charter Guests? The worst people in the world to get money are people who were poor growing up because they're the least respectful. Some of them. Because they come with the attitude, well, I worked hard to get here and I can do what I want now. And they forget what they once were. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how she goes. I just can't take to her. Can't she's take to her. She's definitely the villain this year. Brynn is, Brynn, is, Brynn is another one who some people are going to like and other people are going to dislike. But she's she's just she's just going to be a lot of drama. Whereas Sai is the one in the background. She's the puppet master for all the drama going forward. Yeah. I'm guaranteeing. Yeah. But Brynn showing her, like, telling us what happened to her when she was younger, that kind of gives an insight into why she comes across the way that she does. It's all a big front to protect herself. 100%. 100%. I very much agree with you, Maeve. Yeah, I'm actually curious to see like what, what lies ahead for the season because, I mean, I feel like we spent three episodes in the fucking Hamptons. I don't know if it warranted three episodes. I said exactly the same thing. I could not believe that at the start of this episode, we were still in the Hamptons. Now, they got them out of there pretty quick. They did the breakfast and then they moved them along. They were they were mm-hmm. gone then. But they are three episodes there. We never see anyone anywhere for three episodes. Yeah, I agree. Unless it's an extensive tour. Like yeah. I mean, and even Summer House, that's based in the Hamptons at a weekend. You get two episodes shows the weekend every week. And that's and that's not and that's sometimes you'll get a weekend and a half in two episodes which is you know it'll there'll be crossover sometimes you get they'll arrive there at the start and the weekend might be quiet and then they'll go back and then you'll get the start of the next weekend it mm-hmm. you never get three shows um yeah. from summer house with one weekend and th- and that's where the show is based that's the whole that's the whole thing yeah so i don't know i wonder it could still very much a get to know you season this yeah, it's, it is. It, 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 it says it says it's season fourteen, but it's really season one because mm. because it's a reboot. So this is this is starting off scratch. It's a, it's kind of unfair to be calling it season fourteen because this might as well just be a brand new show at this yeah. stage. Um, was interesting. Didn't know that Aaron worked for Frederick. I know. Oh, Frederick, he pops up everywhere, doesn't he? But sure, he, he must be he must be just taking on everybody who works in uh, Bravo that's got Bravo. a real estate license because he's taking on Amir as well. And yeah. 
and he had Aaron. I, I'm assuming Aaron is still is she still part of it or is she doing her business full time or no, I got the feeling she wasn't part of it anymore, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um and that was really it for this week in, in Ronnie. Um yeah. I do want to talk about Crappy Lake a little bit. Now I like Crappy Lake. It's a nice show. It's crap. But <laughs> the editing is absolutely shocking. The way they edit the show is terrible. There's no flow to it. They just, one minute they're in the hotel watching the brother, watching Luan's brother sizing up the room. And the next minute they're just in a truck and they're just driving off to like the animals. With no, I, I understand it's a 20 minute show or 25 minute show, but there has to be a flow to it. It's like they're just showing highlights and just piecing it together it's yeah it's not good it is not good for and it, it has potential to be great but the editing's killing it well what i will say is that whole hot tub jacuzzi thing just gave me like us buying the lazy spas when they came out the first time because we had a bit of sunshine like all hot tub thing they bought a hot tub for the hotel and it's very much like putting pig on a lip or putting lipstick on a pig to be fair <laughs> It really is. They brought Luan's brother in to do a bit of contract work on the rooms that Luan and Sonia are staying in, and they're going to be turned into suites, kind of suites for when they leave, that they'll be, you know, the more expensive room to stay in. Oh, Donna. I don't know. I don't know why I'm not into it. Like, it was fun for the first couple of episodes, but then like that, maybe it's because there's no flow and I just can't get into it now. It's the editing, and they crammed it into... 10 episodes where we're on episode seven now because there's yeah there's three to go or six now are we that far yeah we're on episode seven because there's three to go but yeah on the thing it says nine days till the folly folly show yeah so it's just i don't know the editing is terrible i think they they edited it poorly okay so (laughs) i think that's it for this week um Dave. Yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, like, follow, share on our Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And don't knock over the microphone when you're trying to tell people that, Mavis. I talk <laughs> with my hands. <laughs> yeah, give us give us some love on our social media and stay tuned for tips and clues as to who our guest is going to be next week. Don't forget to check out our Faye Clark interview from last week. That's obviously still there and that can be listened to at absolutely any time. If you haven't checked it out, it's definitely worth a listen. And we will see you all next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.